Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the number one sports podcast on the entire planet. I'm your host, Drake Tharp. Welcome back to another episode of Drake's Corner. Um, you know, first of all, I just dropped a March Madness predictions and analysis video um, yesterday, and it's actually doing pretty well. Um, welcome back to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. We have so much to cover. It's ridiculous. Um, the main thing I would just want to jump into right away, um, Tom Brady. He is back. Maybe not better than ever. Maybe with a gray beard. Maybe out of shape. But he's back. The GOAT's back. Um, you know, I uh, everyone was surprised by this move. I think everybody, you know, kind of expected, hey, he's 44. He's hanging up the cleats. Brady a competitor. There might be some lingering, you know, thoughts in mind of returning. Um, you know, some people may have thought he was going to do that. And if they did, they were right. Um, but... I had I just had questions in my mind spiraling all out of control after he made his announcement that he was coming back. My my question is what made Tom Brady want to come back? Um I I immediately thought, well, it, it must be the goat, the man who's called the goat by every sports analyst and probably most football fans called the goat. Um you know, wa- walking out on a a loss in the playoffs. Um, I don't think he, he'd want to do that. Retiring on a loss isn't GOAT material, is what he could be thinking. Uh, I think he wants to win one before riding off into the sunset, and it would have been perfect if he did that the year before after trouncing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's retirement was, I would say, messed up uh, in his own in his own mind. Uh, was it, and Then the question popped into my mind now, uh, was this the plan all along, to see what people would say when he retires, and you know, it, it was all respect from everybody all around. I really don't see any problem with the retirement. I feel like most people would still say he's the goat. I mean, he had one last season, played great, was an MVP talk, second probably behind Rodgers. Um, you know, it could be to see what people would say. I mean, it could have been the plan all along. Um, yeah, he may have wanted to see how people would react. Um, but all in all, Brady is back. No more trade talks for quarterbacks for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The NFC has <laughs> a lot of you know work to do surrounding quarterbacks now that Rodgers has resigned, um, and Tom Brady's back. So you know he might not be the same guy. Maybe the vacation, the retirement vacation, took a toll on his body. We shall see. Um, obviously, Brett Favre retired and came back with the Vikings. Um, and, you know, took him to the NFC title game where they ultimately should have won. So, I mean, we've seen this before from a little worse quarterback. That's no insult to Brett Favre. Tom Brady, we just know, is way better. Um, but Brady is back. Um, yeah, the questions in my mind, what made him want to come back? And was this the plan all along? Um, yeah, I really just think it's pretty simple. I don't think he wants to leave on a playoff loss. Simple as that. But Tom Brady's back, you know. Jump around. Jump with joy. Anywho. More news in the NFL happened. Um, Amari Cooper to the Browns. That's, you know, it wasn't a big deal, but it it is a big deal. Uh, Dallas trading away their top receiver. Will it work in Cleveland for Amari Cooper? Let's be real here. Right now, can you name another receiver on the Cleveland Browns? I personally can't. Call me a casual. Maybe Donovan Peoples-Jones. But this is going to be their only target, especially for Baker Mayfield, who wants a guy with more targets. Um, Browns need to commit to being run heavy. I really think they should. 
um, with Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Maybe this is the plan. Maybe they have one real target on the squad. Um, but if you look at it, it's the same concept as last year, except a different guy with, I would compare Amari Cooper to Odell Beckham. I think Amari Cooper's obviously a better receiver than Odell, but Cooper's put into a tough spot here with him being the main superstar target. I, you know, Dom, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I can't name, they'll probably pick up another receiver in the draft here, but I can't name another receiver on the Browns right now. I'm not understanding why Dallas traded him too much either. Uh, they have seemed to have a powerhouse offense, uh, and then they ran into the 49ers in the playoffs, who ultimately was better than their seeding shown them out to be. Uh, they had great receiving weapons, a big three, in fact, with Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and Amari Cooper himself. They also had Dalton Schultz, who was a great tight end you know, route runner. Uh, also, Cedric Wilson, who was a speedster. Uh, they had an elite offense, and they just traded away one of their um, elite talents. Uh, I really think this only hurts them. Uh, but to the Browns, will it work? My answer is no. I see the same concept happening with Odell Beckham as it as that happened last year. Um, maybe not as more, more of the, you know, Amari Cooper Sr. calling the quarterback out on Twitter. But I could I could see the same thing happening with targets, um, not throwing the ball to him. But he is the only target. So, I mean, they need to commit to being run heavy, though. It's the Cleveland's a mess right now, but... You know, we, we know they're capable of big things. We saw them in the divisional round two years back. Um, a lot of guys have moved, but, um, yeah, we know the scheme's there. It's right. They have a good coach, et cetera, et cetera. Anywho, um, you know, we saw a lot of committed free agents headed to different teams here and there. Um, NFL free agency grades. Uh, a few not big superstars. A few big guys have said um, where they're playing and, how much, what the contract details are. I'm going to give a few of them. I'm going to give the grades slash report guards for them. And yeah, first one on the list, Christian Kirk. I give this signing for the Jaguars a D minus, near failing. Too much money for a player like him. He's making $1.5 million this upcoming season, more than Devontae Adams. Uh, $21.5 million overall, uh, $1.5 million more than Devontae Adams. A receiver of his caliber, uh, you'd expect to be a superstar with that kind of money. Christian Kirk is not a superstar, and the Jaguars kind of went haywire with how much money they've, they, you know, space they have. They've also cut Miles Jack, which I don't completely understand in the slightest since he's one of the best pass coverage linebackers in the league. Um, they've signed a lot of just mid-tier talent with the money that they have, um, Christian Kirk being one of them. I'm, no disrespect to Christian Kirk, but that kind of money should only be going towards De- DeAndre Hopkins-esque guys. Um but yeah, they've made um, a decent amount of signings here in the free agency, trying to revamp um, the offense. I saw the actual good signing they have was Brandon Sheriff, um, a guard trying to protect Trevor Lawrence more, uh, which is respectable. But they're throwing money just everywhere right now for what they can get. It's kind of just, you know, I saw a tweet. It was basically um, what the Jaguars are doing is like, having $10,000 and buying all scratch-off tickets and hoping you get one lucky winner. Um, yeah, so I give this a D-minus with the Christian Kirk signing, also with the Miles Jack releasing, which made zero sense. Um, next one on the list, Chase Edmonds to the Dolphins. Now, Chase Edmonds is a decent running back. I give this an A-minus. Uh, they needed a strong-caliber running back bad. That was their uh, most needed position, I'd say. Miles Gaskin what didn't seem to be the guy. Uh, they didn't really have much of a run game into the season. Edmonds can get the job done. He did good in Arizona. Um, you know, around the time David Johnson was becoming 
uh, kind of not elite, Chase Edmonds took over and did a very good job. And then James Conner, Chase Edmonds duo last year was very dangerous for the Cardinals. I like the signing for the Dolphins. Good starting back. Um, a minus. JC Jackson to the Chargers. I give this one a A plus. This is a perfect signing. They needed secondary help. They needed kind of a veteran guy to, you know, watch over with the press coverage. Uh, they have younger secondary guys like Asante Samuel Jr. They have a good pass rush. Now they now they have an all pro secondary player who can get the job done. JC Jackson, amazing cornerback who leads the league in interceptions since 2018, I think the stat I, that's the stat there. Uh, but he played well for the Patriots. Chargers now have uh, good secondary help, and they also have an all-pro pass rush in Khalil Mack and um, Joey Bosa. The Khalil Mack trade also happened, which um, I see as a good thing for both sw- both sides. The Chargers want to win now. Bears needed cap space. Bears starting their rebuild early. Um, Ryan pulls the new GM, getting it started for the Bears um, as quick as he can, which is good because, you know, Justin Fields, 22 years old. Why not get it started, build around the young team? Um, but Khalil Mack obviously hit his ceiling, but he still has some superstar potential left over. He can get the job done. Chargers want to win now. Great, uh, you know, trade on both ends. Bears got some picks and cap space. Um, yeah. Uh, Trubisky to the Steelers. Mitchell Trubisky, uh, old friend of mine. I, uh, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, he's son of a bitch. Anyway, uh, C+. Plus. I'll give it a C+. Plus. You know, Trubisky has yet to prove himself under, you know, under the Nagy system. Now, that's a two-edged sword. He's yet to prove himself. It was also the Nagy's, the Matt Nagy system with the Bears. Worst offensive efficiency in the league. He struggled except, you know, for that year the Bears went 12-4 and back in 2018, which was ma- mainly carried by the defense. Um, could coaching possibly be the issue? That could be very well in picture because uh, during the preseason with the Bills, he performed exceptionally well. Um you know, it wasn't really any mistakes Trubisky made. It was the lack of big plates he made. Um, Trubisky was one as a quarterback. I saw a stat. He hasn't thrown a pick six, and he hasn't thrown a pick six, and, like, every other quarterback in the league has. So Trubisky, very conservative thrower. I think if you get him in the right uh, offensive scheme, like here with Mike Tomlin, young guy. He's got guys built around who are young. Um, I think – this could work out, but it also couldn't because it could be Trubisky, which was wrong uh, with the Chicago Bears. So I give it a C-plus right in the middle, average signing, uh, yet to be determined yet. Anywho, let's jump to the hard court of the NBA here. Um, I'm going to talk about a team that, you know, doesn't get a lot of press, doesn't, you know, see the the championships down a little bit. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, Carl Anthony Towns... Dropped 60 the other night against San Antonio Spurs. There's very few players who can drop 60 points and not be a superstar. Uh, there's been questions if Carl Anthony Towns is that guy. And there's been questions if they should build around Anthony Edwards rather than Carl Towns. I think the 60 points is a sure indication that they should build around both. I mean, what? why can't you? Um, you're a surefire superstar if you drop 60 points. I'm sorry. Carl Towns is ridiculous, and he established himself at the perfect time, especially amidst uh, Timberwolves' kind of, um, I don't know, intervention, per se, because he's a superstar. We all know that. They just weren't winning. But now, here's what they are. They're 8-2 and two their last 10 games. They're the 7th uh, seed in the West, which is good for the West. Um, 
D'Angelo Russell is healthy. They have Anthony Edwards also to build around, and they have draft capital. I love, I like, I like what the Timberwolves are doing. Um, you know, this rebuild could work. We haven't seen success for the Timberwolves in a long time. Um, yeah, I would just like to throw that out there. Watch out for the Minnesota Timberwolves. These little, these little small country teams out here. I don't know. Uh, but they have a big three in the sights, and they aren't stopping anytime soon. I, I Eight and two in the last ten games. Carl Towns, 60 points. Anthony Edwards is a young superstar. D'Angelo Russell is staying healthy, which is good. Watch out for the Timberwolves in the upcoming playoffs here. And the main event of the show, Deshaun Watson. Criminal charges are cleared, which means he can play. Um, I was very critical on Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, it, the whole scandal is up for debate, but, you know, He's a damn good quarterback. Um, he wants out of Houston. Understandable. I got three teams here who I think he would help out tremendously. Um, the thought of him going to a contender is weird because besides the 49ers, what team doesn't have a quarterback that's a contender? It's weird. Uh, but here's some teams that I think that he would definitely make a contender for sure. Um Two of them, actually. One's just best-case scenario. Anywho, number one trade destination. I think this is the best spot for him. The Carolina Panthers. Um, reminds me of the Broncos with a promising defense. Uh, they have a g- Think about this combo. Deshaun Watson and McCaffrey, if McCaffrey's not part of the trade. Uh, the only issue is the Panthers need more targets. Uh, they have a solid young team with a good offensive-minded head coach. Um, Deshaun Watson would, make, would turn this team around in a heartbeat. You know, they started off hot. Uh, in the 2021 NFL season, started off 3-0. They obviously weren't a bad team. I thought they were going to be like a wild card team, uh, but they completely just went downhill. Um, and it's due to quarterback help and protection, I think. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson can change this around. He basically made a Houston Texans team with absolutely nothing into a divisional round playoff team. Uh, so, you know, d- this wouldn't be the first time Deshaun Watson has made something out of nothing. And he doesn't have nothing. He has the best running back in the league when he's healthy. So uh, I, I like the Panthers a lot here. They have a good young defense, uh, and they have a solid young team with an offensive-minded head coach. Good combo with Watson and McCaffrey. Sign me up. Uh, number two is the Eagles. They have a plethora of draft picks. So this is best-case scenario. They could develop a good package for Deshaun Watson. Um, here's the thing. I don't see Deshaun Watson really turning this team around because Jalen Hurts um, you know, he's kind of the same player. I think they have a lot more issues other than quarterback, uh, defense, receivers, etc. Um, I, you know, I don't think they have a promising way in front of them. I think they need to start their rebound, rebuild, but they do have Jalen Hurts. Um, but Deshaun Watson would be best case scenario for them. Deshaun, building around Deshaun Watson would make this rebuild a lot easier for the Eagles. And they have the picks to do it. They have three first round draft picks in this upcoming draft. And the last team on the list, the Cleveland Browns. I was just talking about them. Uh, they have good players to be involved with a trade. I, I don't know, I'm not sure on their draft capital, but a Watson trade would calibrate Cleveland's offense into something rather than more of a gunslinging passing offense that you know is vulnerable to turnovers like with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's not a bad quarterback. He's just not conservative. He throws a lot of picks. Um, you know, it, I feel like it'd be more stable and balanced, especially if they're going to be a West Coast run-heavy team. Um, and he would immediately turn them around back into the AFC contendership. That's what I think. Uh, yeah, so I got those three teams, Panthers, Eagles, and Browns, as best trade destinations for Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah.
Anywho, that was the finale of the show. I hope you guys had a good week. I hope you guys are just loving life right now. March Madness around the corner starting Thursday, a.k.a. tomorrow. Um, I'm going to put a ESPN tournament challenge in the bio below. Sign up uh, just for fun. Uh, yeah, so... Anywho, I will see you guys soon. I will not be saying I'll see you guys next Wednesday because I'm uploading like a maniac right now. I'm on fire. I'm the hottest thing alive. Okay, ego, Drake, chill, chill. Anywho, thank you guys for watching episode, is it 25 episodes? Wow, that's crazy. Anywho, I'll see you guys soon. Peace.